Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is Season 6, Our Divinity. We're on Episode 4, Healing and Wholeness. Welcome back. This series will talk about the major lessons that A Course in Miracles offers us. Our divinity is our guide, and our understanding of that divinity is the Savior we are searching for in this world. The fourth topic in this series is called Healing and Wholeness. A Course in Miracles states, and I quote, to heal is to make happy, end quote. This statement has great depth. If you understand what it means to heal, healing requires a deep dive into our minds and understanding of what and who we are. As individuals separate from anyone or anything or any person, we need to ask ourselves how we are feeling. Are you joyous, happy, content, and peaceful? If your answer is sometimes or no, or maybe you find those things occasionally, those feelings occasionally in your life, but not every day, then you need to heal. There's something that needs to be healed. If you are not at peace, not feeling joy, happiness, and contentment at all times, then healing must occur. If you are healed and have done the work, then there are still situations that can throw you off. But you know you're healed because you can bounce back quickly and regroup. This world is an illusion, and that illusion requires good navigation skills. To heal is to bring those good navigation skills into fine-tunement. It is when you can't bounce back or you let your mind go over and over the situation or event. It is when you can't sleep or you find yourself feeling distraught or depressed over situations that occur. That is a clear indication that you are holding on to a past or to or worried about the future or not living in the moment. All of the positive emotions I'm referring to are only found in the present moment. Peace, joy, happiness, and contentment are not found in a mind that is living in the past or worried about an unknown future. A mind that has not let go of the past or and or accepted that what has occurred is over and there is no going back to fix it, seek revenge for it, or do it over, the past is gone. The past no longer exists. You can't change it, and you certainly can't go back. So ask yourself then, why does it consume so much of the present moment and so much of your present moment thoughts? Why are you going over something like that in your mind over and over? What could you possibly achieve that would alter it? I've heard many say, well, we need to learn from our past and our past mistakes. I disagree. I disagree because if those mistakes were a learning opportunity, then you missed it. You were either not ready for that lesson or too preoccupied with something else to see that opportunity. The good news is that the lesson will return. It might not return exactly in the same way, but the lesson will come back to the present moment until you figure it out. It was chosen by you 
so it will appear until you understand it and let it go. The other issue, and it is one I've gotten stuck with and got stuck on for a long while, was the future. I found myself worrying about what was to come. People can get fixated on the possibilities rather than just waiting to see what happens. Some are always concerned, and this is fear, about what an outcome might be or what could go wrong. It is equally as useless to go back to the past. The mind gets consumed with these thoughts and this moment is lost to us. This moment, the present, is covered up and ignored. It is not enjoyed or even noticed. The preoccupation, or or should I say the mind's preoccupation with what once happened and what may happen is overwhelming. And this is why the present moment is so difficult to embrace. Wholeness of mind and spirit is one's ability to be self-aware and accepting of what is. It is to understand the world we live in, to manage our emotions, understand our strengths, weaknesses, skills, and capabilities, and a life commitment to a life being lived in this moment. Our wholeness is found and grounded in our knowledge and understanding of what it means to be whole. Our wellness comes from physical, mental, and spiritual health. Those three aspects of our being must be aligned and fully aware in this world. The golden rule states that you must do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you are a whole being and fully aware and awake in this world, then your extensions would be ones that considered that what you were extending you were giving right back, that what you shared will be shared. This is such a foreign and difficult idea for most people to grasp. It's difficult because it goes against how we've been programmed to see this world. And yes, I said programmed. There are other words that can describe it, but we did not come into this world thinking the way we do now. It is this world that told us how to think how to judge, how to remember, how to live, to love, and to form attachments. All of it to our detriment. All of it upside down and backwards thinking to how God wants us to understand and know our existence. We came into this world thinking like God, then began changing that thinking into egos that wanted stuff and people to be just ours. We wanted to possess things and to control love. We became weak and broken. We forgot who our father was and what he gave each one of us in unison and equally. We forgot we were whole. We became the sum of the parts or even some of the parts. Yet we know instinctively that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Wholeness is not an idea. It is a state of being. It is the state we have always been and always will be. When we came onto this world, we fell asleep just like Adam did. We are living in a dream, one of our makings and one that does not understand what it means to be whole. But you can awake, you can awaken and you can wake yourself. 
You can change the way you see this world and everyone and everything in it. It's a shift in perception and a change to the changeless. It is an awareness of wonder. It is a constant feeling of joy and peace. It is a love like you have never felt before and a state of contentment that overrides and oversees each day. This sounds wonderful, and you may be thinking that it would be difficult to obtain, but it's not. Healing makes you whole. It is in healing your brokenness, your weaknesses, and belief that you are the sum of your parts. It is in remembering your father and having faith in your existence and its purpose. I began my healing journey when I read A Course in Miracles for the first time. It awoke a part of me I did not remember. It changed my perception and in turn, it changed my life back to the wholeness it always was. Was it a miracle? Yes, I think it was. Was it given just to me? No, absolutely not. I was not singled out or made more special. I woke up and so can you. I know my father and I know his strength because it's my strength. I see the world as it is and live in this moment as we should. The way back is through healing and letting go. The way in is through awareness and letting it be. It's your choice by the grace of God. Thanks for listening. In two weeks time, I'll be sharing the next topic called Lessons of Love. This series called Our Divinity will review all the primary lessons of the course of, sorry, of the book, A Course in Miracles, and provide some further details and explanations into what these lessons mean and how we can achieve them. If you are interested in contacting me, I can be reached by email at trifectanow3 at gmail.com. Keep sharing the love. And remember that this is our journey together. Let's live in this moment. It's the only one that ever truly matters. Always love, Denise.